everybody and welcome to the show we are just another movie night and i'm scott and with me as always is my love joe hi i'm scott's love what's up joe <laughs> oh nothing so we're going to the movies that's right because today is before and after reviews where we go see a brand new movie in the movie theater and give our thoughts before and after tonight is a pretty good one shockingly right at the end of february right at the beginning of march we actually have a movie i'm pretty stoked about yeah. That would be Dune 2. Yeah. Super stoked. Yes. One of my favorite all-time directors. Uh, well, my favorite current director. Mm-hmm. Can I say that? Like, I yeah. mean, it feels weird to say that because I feel like I'm knocking out, you know, Spielberg and all these other greats that are working today. But he has not let me down once. And I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm afraid to say it out loud. Can but I it say would be Dene. Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve. Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. So I'm um, not, I don't think I've been let down once. And he is, a, I think, a master of remakes. Because uh, he did, well, not remakes, but sequels. Blade Runner. He yeah. did the sequel to Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. And that's a hot take, but man. I think yeah, it's a better film. I really do like that one. I know I know people love Blade Runner. Never was the hugest fan of it. And, and you're already tuning out, and I don't blame you. But um, for some reason, his sequel just was, to me, excellent. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, too. I, I, I saw Blade Runner, the original one, ages and ages ago. I don't remember being, like, mind-boggled by it. So... I was like, not... Eh. It's one of those Ridley Scott oddities that has been director's cuts, uh, theater cuts, uh, company cuts, everybody kind of like mixed it all up. It's it's an oddity. Mm-hmm. It has so many versions. Um, we saw his version. You know, I like it. It's fine. Yeah. But I love the sequel. Yeah, for the sure. The same thing goes with Dune. As much as um, we like uh, David Lynch's movie, uh, who was the first to tackle the books... As much as we kind of like it, it, it is a it definitely needed something else. It it wasn't perfect by in my eyes, I don't think. And you know, then this remake comes along, and I was floored during the whole movie. We actually just watched it again to get ready. Well, we almost finished it. We uh, it was late, so we couldn't get it all done. But we were kind of rewatching it, and we were just marveling at how beautiful it looks. How good the acting is the and the score, mm-hmm. uh, Hans Zimmer, just incredible. So good. And I, I am super pumped for this film tonight. Me too, and I can't wait to see my boy um, Austin Butler because I hear that like he's he's pretty good in this. Yeah, I mean, um, odd to hear. I did never expected to hear uh, about an actor being like 
really good as a villain in a film. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little. St- I don't want. I didn't want to know that. I don't think, but it was. It, I, I couldn't help it. The same thing goes with the reviews. There are so many reviews kind of getting out, and everywhere I go, I'm seeing a number, and it's been really high, which makes me scared that I'm going to have that in my brain and use that against it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's that thing where when you see the overhype, you kind of get underwhelmed. So I'm trying not to be. But it's hard because I really enjoy this guy's films. So I think regardless, I think I'm going to find something that I'm really going to love. Yeah, especially since this cast is so it's so incredible. Yeah. We got Timothy Chalamet. I, I really do like him. He's one of my favorite new new um, actors or up-and-coming actors or whatever, I guess you want to call him. Is that what you say? Yeah. I, I really like him. And then, um, of course, we, we have Zendaya and then... This cast is just amazing. Yeah, this one has everybody in it. I, I don't know why it was a surprise. I, I, I thought I had heard it really long ago when they first started production that uh, Anya Taylor-Joy was going to be in it. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, it's I guess the cat's out of bag. She's in it too. But I was like, is it really Madden? Because everybody's in this. Uh, yeah. Florence Pugh is also in this movie. Uh, there And the cast from the first one. Yeah, I love Florence Pugh, but Anya Taylor-Joy is one of my favorite actresses. I love her. The current favorite, like, younger actresses. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Yeah, this has a a stellar cast. I don't know how they're all going to come in, because there was a lot left open in the last one. So we we really got to see, like, Dave Bautista. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, he survived, and so did uh, Stellan Skarsgård, I believe, right? Yeah. Is it Stellan Skarsgård? Yeah. Yeah. And Josh Brolin made it. Right, so yeah, he's well, back. Well, we didn't know that, but unfortunately right. the trailers already gave that away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also this is one of those odd movies where the trailers uh, show a lot, but makes me think I'm not seeing anything. Hmm. You ever get that when yeah. you see a movie and you're like, oh, maybe I'm seeing too much, but maybe I've I'm not. I've seen that so many times and I, I feel like each time I keep picking up new things, um, but overall like I've stayed off the internet like if i see anybody talking about it online i'm just click off because yeah. i don't want to know i don't want to know what the scores are i don't want to know what people are saying about it because i want to form my own opinion yeah and i'm really excited oh th- i did see one thing today <laughs> someone posted on instagram the stupid bucket the popcorn bucket oh that it, popcorn bucket I'm we're not gonna gonna... our theater is not getting it <laughs> i saw someone put it on top of a barbie cup and i thought that was really funny happening in that cup and why like is this a bucket is it the bucket for the popcorn or the cup no that's the popcorn bucket oh my god you have to reach into to a reach sandworm's into mouth s- that looks it's like hairs it everybody was joking that it's like people are going to use it sexually and it is oh not it is they said it's very off-putting to put your hand in unfortunately our theater isn't getting that we hardly get cool things at our theaters we never get anything cool uh, we go to regal theaters and they rarely have cool things although I am getting word that uh, from all the people who work there told me that they are going to have the Ghostbusters um, <gasps> a the, pack that opens up with the popcorn Ecto, in it. The Ecto one. The Ecto one. No, we're, we're actually getting the trap. <gasps> uh, another company did get Ecto one, and I saw someone else got Slimer. Oh my god! Is the popcorn bucket? Okay. Which is kind of neat. This is the first popcorn bucket we're probably going to get. Yeah. I, yeah, in I a while. We I, usually collect those tins. Yeah. 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 I don't know, Regal. You need to step up your game. <laughs> but 
I can't say anything else about this because I, I'm so excited. I, I'm definitely going in with a super amazing attitude, which is kind of not really like me. I'm kind of just like, eh, we'll see yeah. type deal. But I have a feeling this is going to be really good. Yeah, I feel like we're just going to sit there in awe. I, I, that's my first thought is that when you watch the, this director's movies have a style about them that just really every shot is meaningful. Yeah, it looks so beautiful, yeah. even when it's supposed to be gross. Yeah, it's so I mean, weird. It's crazy. I mean, just the way the and my I guess my biggest concern though is the special effects. I get a little worried about too many effects, too much green screening, like things like that. Okay. And I'm not sure how much he's trying to do practically. I I know he's one of those filmmakers that goes for that extra length and probably wants to do less effect, but mm -hmm. he. His effects always really impress me in his films. Like the uh, the things that they decide to do, like Arrival and stuff like that. Yeah. It, it's so. Arrival was so good. And we just saw one of his uh, earlier films in Cindy's re recently. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, again, I couldn't believe how good cinematography was, how good directing was, how good score was mm -hmm. for the effect of around the actors. I, I, I'm always impressed. So. I think that that's a lot of, like, boosting, you know? like I'm boost <laughs> it's, high, it's high praise for Denise. <laughs> yeah, I'm boosting the whole film up, and I'm just like, that might be my problem here. Um, No, I really don't think it's going to be a problem. I think Who we're knows? boosting because I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I have such a, a positive attitude right now going into this. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a rare thing. And I also say that's a rare thing for early, like February, March. Yeah. It, usually you get a bunch of movies that are kind of like pushed out trashy movies, like just kind of like experimental, yeah. actiony, like well, not nothing great. We've been seeing some movies recently that have been okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, entertaining enough, but this one I feel like we've been waiting a long time. Oh, it feels like it. It yeah. feels like forever. So now that it's here, I'm like, okay, giddy up, let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready, and I, I, I mean, I'm so taken aback by what they did to poor Austin Butler's face. <laughs> like, every time I see him in the trailer, my mouth is hanging open and I'm like, oh, damn it. You know, like, what'd you do to his pretty face? <laughs> this is the concern, right? But I'm like, I know that it's going to make me go, oh, my God, because, like, he was so good in Elvis and uh, I, I kind of just, like, I'm all in on Austin Butler right now. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see how he is in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go check it out. Okay. It's okay. I'm here. I'm here. It's been a while since you've had one of those nightmares. Tell me, what was it about? It's only fragments. Nothing's clear. You've been fighting the Harkonnens for decades. Look! My family's been fighting them for centuries. Your blood comes from dukes and great houses. Here, we're equal. What we do, we do for the benefit of all. I'd very much like to be equal to you. Maybe I'll show you the way. Deal. 
with this prophet? Send assassins. Fade Rother. He's psychotic. I see possible futures all at once. And in so many futures, our enemies prevail. But I do see a way. There is a narrow way through. back and we just saw dune 2 and i don't know i'm gonna say it right now holy shit <laughs> holy crapola what a what a what a what experience this was <laughs> well see the words that are coming out of your mouth um they don't line up with your facial expressions <laughs> well because you know it's not that uh that first walking out of the theater you know just to set it up we uh walk from our movie theater we don't talk about the movie at all until we start recording but if it was the instant if we were talking right after the movie i would have turned to you in the movie theater and said holy shit <laughs> <laughs> because okay god damn was this a good movie yeah i mean it really was i i was riveted through this entire two and a half two hours and 40 minutes I was, was it two hours and 40 minutes? I was I was sucked in, and I don't even think there was a moment where I was, like, bored. I, I didn't uh, feel the, t- the two hours. I didn't feel it at all. So oh it was two hours goodness. and 40 minutes. I believe it was two hours and 41 minutes. Oh, my gosh. I didn't feel it. I was, like, really, like, um, 100% wholly invested. I... I I, I, there was moments where I actually had to stop myself from having my mouth hanging open. <laughs> I was just so invested in what was happening. Uh, this is this is one of the most beautiful friggin' things I have watched. Like m- like just directing wise, there were shots in this. I, I a lot of the time it had that stuff where it was like that's CG because God does this look real? I don't know what it was about it even. The things that shouldn't. There was this really clever thing done in the trailer where, um, you know, I watched the guys on Corridor Crew talk about the explosion and how well it's done, and how they, the who the people who did it understand light because the explosion, how they filmed it, and how they showed what light would be like from the explosion. What was crazy about that is in the trailer when you see this explosion, it's actually a trick because. I think in another shot, they added a whole other ship to it. Well, now you're talking about the one where Paul Atreides is standing in the foreground. And yes, you can see. and it's black behind him. It's like perfect shot. What a beautiful, beautiful shot. It, but w- what's crazy, I think they added this... Um, there's a ship that's a sphere that looks like a phantasm ball. So <laughs> I was thinking that the whole time. They. What was amazing about that is... They added a whole nother layer to the special effect because you have reflection. 
and man, does it look real. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the, so beautiful. The it's explosion weird. itself is like incredible looking. It looks like when, when the fire is coming like all around it, 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 it looks like a ball of, I know it's like a mirrored space spacecraft, but it looks like a ball of water. It just looks so fluid and beautiful. Yeah. It, it, I mean, some of the shots in this movie are mind-blowing. And that's mind-blowing. just one shot we're talking about right yeah. now. We're just talking about one thing. There are moments of, I would say, constant moments of my hair standing up and getting shivers. Yeah. Just because of the things. Um, the end battle is just incredible to look at. The people jumping out of the sand and running looked so incredible to look i'm just like again and i already i know i already said in the opening that um unfortunately no matter what this director just blows me away every time and yeah once again this time was like tenfold i feel like he just went that extra that extra mile i i mean the the first part was absolutely gorgeous and breathtaking but this one i feel like it just went one notch above that like if you could get better than the first part of dune i i I was shocked if you could get better and he went better i mean just bigger and better i i was blown away by this yeah uh yeah you're absolutely right bigger and better and i think that definitely learned something in the editing stage here uh, from the first one Mm -hmm. because a lot of people said the first one was a little boring and I can understand why some people would say that. I'm, you know, recently uh, talking online to somebody, oh, another podcasters, and uh, they were talking about slow movies. Like, what are the most boring films that people love? Right? And uh, one of them said Citizen Kane. Of course. Okay. I said, I get it. Mm-hmm. I can get why someone wouldn't enjoy it. I can get what it is. I would say it's in, like a film nerd's like classic i understand there's a reason that like people in hollywood hold it so dear because it's just a technical marvel for the time people just talk about what was done like on just in filmmaking Mm -hmm. and so it is a filmmaker's movie and i and you know like maybe the story doesn't get you um the same can be said for the first dune in the sense that it is a slow building movie not the most talking, you know, talking movie. Not the, you know, whatever. I I adored that, but I can see why other people might be knocked out from that. This movie just said, "All right, if that's your problem, get rid of it." And I would say that maybe it's a little bit of a flaw in the film that certain shots just jump. A character will be looking at a character. And then the next shot, all the other characters are gone, and it's a quiet moment between the two characters. And it was like, the editing was done in a way where it was like, we're not going to give you a moment to be bored. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you things, constant things. Uh, there's even, like, sometimes rushed exposition. Um, like, there's a, a one moment in dialogue that I could definitely pin- pinpoint where I said, okay, that was a little too forced and cheesy. Um there's a scene where Josh Brolin just randomly says, I, he already, I mean, like he's reestablishing what we already know and uh, characters already know, but he's like, I want revenge on this person because this person did it. And they gave me the scar. It's like, (laughs) would someone say that? Like, it's one of those lines of dialogue that like, I don't know if anybody would say that, but it's just like reestablishing to the audience. 
but it just felt very like put in for no reason i get why they did that though because he doesn't know the johnny or zendaya's character he he doesn't really know her he's just met her for the first time so he he feels like he has to explain some things to her and i understand that it's the moment though that it happens there's a moment where in prior in the movie where she's saying to him um you know she's saying that oh your friend doesn't know anything about the desert and that's when she starts he says well he's my friend you know and so she says, oh, she, he's my family. My family. So she gets up and walks over to him to help him, but the scene cuts away. Right. And I'm like, that's the moment where these two characters can actually share a dialogue of understanding each other a little bit. Yeah, but and they cut, yeah. So moments like him grabbing her hand and pulling her down in that scene mm-hmm. would have like kind of worked it better. Yeah, if they had established them together in that one scene yeah, and because not later on. In the scene where he does say it, it's a weird time to do it. There's yeah. something happening that's like the moment and and cutting to that it just felt so but i'm only using this to establish why some of the editing might be a little bit of a flaw Mm -hmm. and why it might be a plus for a lot of people who don't like that kind of stuff yeah you know this movie is it is pummeling you with so much so much stuff going on yeah can i say something that i really enjoyed about this it's so weird okay but I was paying attention, like, so thoroughly to every single bit of of violence that was happening to see how much, like, gore or blood or whatever they would show. And I have to tell you, it was brilliant directing that any time any of the villains brutally murdered someone, you would see it so quickly, but you would never see... It would be brutal, but you would never see, like, any kind of blood or guts you know yeah it it didn't need to harp on uh like sex it didn't need to harp on violence although it's giving you violent moments right it it didn't need to it it established in a way where and you're knowing what's going on to the point where you don't need to be graphically hit over the head with it right that's what i love about it you can just kind of already make it up it's that texas chainsaw massacre thing that we love so much where people think that movie is extremely gory mm-hmm. and there's not yeah you know they just assume it is because of your mind tells you what's happening right that's a good director knows when to let your imagination already make the scene up in your head while you're watching it right i mean a lot of those scenes belong to austin butler because he was he was brutal and and creepy looking but the way that he took people out he he did it so fluidly and and quick that it's almost like it didn't even happen but we're seeing it on screen yeah it was very beautifully done yeah that's just one thing i noticed also can we talk about the score again oh it's beautiful i don't i mean i cannot talk about the score in these movies enough they are just next level incredible they Timothy Chalamet, I don't know what it is, but or I guess it's the, the musical editing that's being put there, but every time they phone in on his like face... And they play that theme? It, yes. His theme? Oh, so him beautiful. and uh, uh, Johnny's theme? Yeah. It's... Oh, my God. Uh, right? Isn't it just gorgeous? I, I'm, like, in love with it. It's just... It's in your mind. It, it, when you hear it, 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 it invokes so much emotion. Yeah, it really with, does. And this is a, a good filmmaker and a good 
um, composer working together. Yeah. Where, I, I mean, like I've seen like videos of John Williams watching Spielberg stuff and making the score while and, like they give him the cut and then they they do that. That's how they make these scores usually. Mm-hmm. That they, they go in there and they they try to make what the score is going to be over the movie they're watching without it. And I can't I can't imagine what Dune would be like without music. Like these movies. I, it would I, definitely be missing it, a whole lot because the, the score just brings some extra added beauty and, and just absolute glory to yeah. this movie. It it's, might be cliche to say, but it is a character. It is a character in the movie itself where mm-hmm. everything you need to know, the music is letting you in on it. Mm-hmm. Every time you cue, every little thing. And the one time that a couple of the scores from the first movie come in, uh, they're much, like, they're powerful. Oh, like yeah. that, uh... And I will say this, yeah. um, good job, Regal, on fixing your sound system. Oh, because it's only in this one theater. I, I mean, we honestly... We didn't go in that one today. The explosions literally shook my seat. Oh, they're... Oh, they're, this movie really... You felt it. ass on surround sound. Yeah, like, through your bones, you oh. can feel it. It was like... It was just such an epic thing to see on this big screen. I feel like there's no other way to watch this movie. You have to go to the movie theater and see this movie. Oh, this is definitely a theater experience. It, yeah. And I would say that this is the rare time I did not... We did not get to see it in, uh, like, Screen X or one of these bigger screens. But I can only imagine on a really crisp screen, a bigger screen with better surround sound and the Screen X experience maybe with the sides or mm-hmm. IMAX, this must be incredible I mean, I want to go see it again, but on Screen X. I really yeah, do. It's like one of those movies I'm like, I gotta see this in yeah. different formats. Like, I have to know what this is going to be like. Um, was there anything about the movie that you didn't really appreciate at well, all? I think that was uh, the good things to bring up some of those uh, flaws, what I saw, which was easy. And I think that editing is one of the big moments i think that might make or break some people's scores uh-huh. uh, in reviewing anyways because it it definitely plays a part in some things feeling like they're just jumping jump jumping like there's a there's some things where it's like what oh 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 okay where are we now oh we're here okay mm-hmm. there is a, a lot of that um and and it's funny. I can see that some people like uh, I, you know, we we in the before we said something about Austin Butler being talked about a lot as a villain. I don't think he's in this enough. And no, I, I don't feel think like, so either. I feel like he gets a scene to establish him that might be a little too much. Like, is this needed? We get a gladiator moment in this movie for like out of nowhere, yeah. and and I feel like it's a shame that we don't know the three characters in that scene with him. That he's going to fight in this gladiator style. Well, it was like it was he was the star of the show, so it wasn't really important, I don't think. But it was just to show us that he was a madman. He was a badass. Uh, Yeah, he was a champion. It could have been something really powerful if we knew those three soldiers. Like if they had established who they were earlier in the movie. Um, and I would say that another character later on is killed. And. It's really hard to tell who that character is, and and I don't think that like, they're there, and they have dialogue and all this stuff, and then they die later on, and it's like, 
oh, I don't feel like I even knew that person enough to feel this emotion I'm supposed to be feeling. Yeah, that's the way I kind of felt that they, why did they cast, okay, I'm not a huge Christopher Walken fan. Uh, I feel I, like his he, eyes he's on not, screen, his hair, everything about him was like, just is captivating. I, okay, I'll give you that, but I mean, he just doesn't, anytime he has dialogue, he, it just seems like he's struggling all the time. It's it's you the know? Christopher Walking acting. It, it's, yeah, uh, it's, it's... Some people might see it as a, a weak thing, but... I don't think he here, it, here. He was... I get it. I also don't think he is established enough, especially since he was hinted about only in the first one. True. He, they're not in it enough, but it doesn't really matter because this is definitely Paul's story, and his right. journey, and Rebecca Ferguson, and right, that's who. Oh Rebecca my god. Rebecca Ferguson and uh, Timothy Chalamet. So they're great. Are so good. They're so good. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, and in, in, in particular, is. She does a doing lot of a like, lot in this film. Face acting and oh, it's man. so intense. She has to have conversations in her head and we have to watch. And yeah. she's selling it on her face. <laughs> yeah, and her her whole face is acting without even her opening her mouth. It's just incredible. It's she's really good. Yeah, she's really good. Really good. I'm uh, oh and Zendaya. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, oh my God, her facial expressions in this too. Oh I my mean, goodness! Really, the, her intensity—it's very—it's it, inspiring. I really, I, I appreciate her as an actress. Oh, she's. I, I really do think she's great, and she's got this charisma about her, where she can have the most flawless-looking, beautiful, sweet face, but then she can automatically turn savage. You know. And, yes. and, and brutal and I love that because it's like you know not, not all women have just you know women women in general <laughs> don't just have one look you know yeah. we, we all have different you know yeah. personalities <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like she just completely just puts it all out there all of it she's she's very intense I, I love it the again it's a really important to talk about like how great the romance actually feels genuine and the chemistry feels extremely real mm -hmm. they have such they their love in the movie their, their their story is extremely powerfully done like in a way where it's not even too much but it just really works. It clicks. Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah, they're kind of cute together too, and they have their moments. Their moments, like they're just the sharing yeah. of her look and his mm -hmm. look. Uh, every time he looks at her, and they play their theme. It's yeah. it's 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 so beautiful. But it's romantic. I, it, is it is really like, intense. Like yeah. I, I feel every moment, like of everything I'm supposed to be feeling for these characters. Yes, and like they throw those moments in, like right in between, like there's some crazy carnage and war stuff going on, and then they have those moments, and it kind of, it, it, it takes you in and out, in and out, which is it's kind of fun. You know, it's it's very fun. But can we talk about Javier Bardem? Yeah, another stellar Fucking awesome. He's really good in this. He's funny. He's he, so good. A much-needed uh, comic yeah. um, acting in this. Uh, like he, It's not even like the forced funny character. He's just... A, that's his character is generally... You know, is he believes and stuff, but 
he also was just very naturally funny without yeah. even like without trying. trying without trying it just at feels all. like a yeah. really natural person yeah the same thing was uh, the same thing with um josh brolin um, you know, oh yeah you just oh i love josh automatically brolin. these characters actors bring that to their roles mm-hmm. yeah i just i mean i can go on for days about just even the acting and the the directing, the cinematography, the cinematography. The, the oh my god, the, it, it, the score, it was just beautiful. I can't gush about this movie enough. I know, uh, I, I can go on for days about how wonderful it was. I couldn't stop thinking during the movie, um, comparison-wise, I couldn't stop thinking about movies that I have seen, and, um, you know, that, that feel epic, and they make me feel like I'm just, like this director understands you know, when you're watching a movie, especially sci-fi or fantasy, when you're just like sitting there and you're watching it and you get sucked in, if they can if they can sell that world to you and sell all this movie is literally a a political, religious, like destiny film and and a war movie at the same time and it's over a spice that comes off um, the sand mm-hmm. and they gi- ride giant worms and those scenes are amazing by the way oh, when they ride the, it, the worms like, like it's it looks real oh my I god all the sand like you know being thrown all yeah. oh god it's just beautiful but I the fact that uh, the director and the, the they're able to sell that in some kind of believable way where my mind completely sets off and believes everything is a real world, as a real people, and all that. And I couldn't stop thinking about other movies like that. And of course, Lord of the Rings came to mind Ugh, about these favorite. long, like yeah. epics that just sell me on a world, and I completely absorb in it, and I get it. Mm-hmm. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, there, there is nothing like these Dune movies. They're so because, gorgeous. Like, like whereas Lord of the Rings is. You know, it's got that it's ha- it's got that happiness, that fantasy that they have the jokey characters who crack jokes, and they're they're going for jokes in the middle of a war where you don't really need it or want it. It has the same kind of feeling, like as you know, in the way of intensity, because you do have those cute happy moments, but then you have complete savage brutality happening too. Yeah, in, I, in both. That's what I was gonna say. Was that uh, the difference between the two is that Dune feels just real in a weird way where the characters feel like real people whereas like in lord of the rings those characters are kind of you know more of fantasy like you know you're you're these fantasy characters could do marvelous things and do crazy things here people are making like decisions and like playing chess in a way where it's like it feels really heavy in a real adult way and it's mm-hmm. in a way where I'm like, holy shit. I, I don't know, watching this movie, I was like, this is so unique. And the fact that they can pull it all off kind of blows my mind. I get what you're saying about that. Like, uh, um, about the two worlds like being the same, but yet different. Because I do understand like the fantasy fairy tale world that you're talking about with Lord of the Rings. And then the, like the uh, real life, um, it seems so true. That you could just really meet these people in real life. Yeah, I, I totally appreciate that, but also you're trying to tell me that Lord Elrond is not real. 
I mean, it was more. Don't break my heart, okay? It was more about like the idea that <laughs> Peter Jackson definitely knows where humor and lightheartedness needs to come in, mm-hmm. in a way where it was like, even if I'm going to go dark, I'm still going to bring fantasy into it. Yeah, yeah. And in this, he's not into that. He's like, no, this world's dark, and I know there's going to be romance in here, and there's going to be some like things. I'm going to treat it completely real. Mm-hmm. Like and not you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, like both of these like franchises are are so precious and beautiful. Oh my god, I said precious. God damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, but anyway, they're so just beautiful yeah. in their own way, and I, I'm just I'm mind boggled by by this. I want to watch it again. I really want to go back and watch it in, in the screen X. Yeah, I was thinking about it the whole time. I'm like, what what movies do you really ever want to go see twice in the theater? Uh, well, we saw Top Gun. Well, we saw Maverick. Um, that was an accident, but uh, by happy turned out, accident turned out okay. <laughs> yeah, on screen X with the little with the jets flying by yeah. the sides. <laughs> I was actually happy about it because the movie we were about to see that we like had a problem. We saw later on, and I was like, kind of glad I saw Top Gun again. Yeah, that was fun fun movie uh, but yeah uh so I- i'm gushing and you're gushing and yeah, whatever but so what are you going to give this at a 10 all right well so i gave part one an eight um i feel as though because it's unresolved we have another movie coming same way we felt kind of about the spider verse you know i will give this a, an eight also because i really loved it i i feel like it was one notch above though but it's still in that eight range, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with my eight. All right. Yeah. Well, I gave the first one a nine, and it, I am giving this one a nine. This is a this is a close perfect for me. Wow. I mean, you have this a problem though. This is almost a though. ten for me. You have a problem. I did. That's why I'm not gonna do a nine. With wait, but <laughs> with things being unresolved. So no, you, this movie actually resolves. I mean, there's more coming, but what the movie was going for, they did it. Okay. That's a difference between movies that don't have endings. Into this, the second Spider-Verse movie did not have an ending. Nothing was ever resolved. Okay, I'll give you that. The same thing with Fast X recently. The same, there's been a thing with that where movies need an ending. Um, like we were talking about, um, what's that, the new uh, Mission Impossible. It, they, he gets them to the end. He saves the thing, but there's still a next thing. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's a sequel bait. You know, like That's an opening for a sequel. Movies like uh, Back to the Future, mm-hmm. it ends. They do what they did, but then he comes and says, "There's more." Right. So that's just sequel baiting. Like, and this movie's like, "I'm gonna get you there. I'm gonna get you to this. We're gonna get to this moment." And he gets them. I didn't. They. There was multiple times in this movie where I was like, "They can end it. Mm-hmm. They can literally stop here." Yeah. They did so much, and I didn't expect them to keep going. And then when they got to the end, I was like, "Wow, they did a lot," but they cleverly left it for the next part yeah and there's a whole new chapter now it was extremely well done the way they did it that's how you do a great sequel same like i talk about empire strikes back um two towers same thing where you know there's still so much still Mm -hmm. but the battle for helm's deep ends Mm -hmm. you know that that's the one where the one first battle we get the first hill and we're getting over it then the next hill Mm -hmm. and then uh the same thing with empire strikes back they get there, but they lose Han. Right. The opening is, now we have to go save our friend. Right. 
you know, okay. in the process. So, and it, I think that's what perfect endings, you know, like Luke confronts Vader and finds out the truth. That, that story is now set up for a bigger story, but yeah. we got to that story. They versed each other. You know, and yeah. and then there's a cliffhanger. Cliffhangers are great. I love cliffhangers when they were done properly, but with like Spider Verse, literally, literally nothing ended. Nothing, nothing was resolved. That's no true. story was That's resolved true. whatsoever. It just cliff it just jumped out. Yeah, we, we definitely got we we did get something here. So I mean, you're right. It is it is slightly different, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm it, gonna stay with my eight because. Um, you know, if you want to get nitpicky, it's not a perfect movie to me, but it's almost perfect. Yeah, I, I do want to go nine, but mm, this I love that I'm actually this. getting a nine. I think I don't even think I gave a nine to anything last year. Already in the second month, I'm giving a nine really? out. I feel like you did give something a nine. Oh, oh I did. I did. I, I know what it is, but I'm not going to repeat it because it's funny enough. I already did the top, my top favorite movies of the year, and my number one is one that nobody will agree with ever, and I don't care. That's Bo's Afraid. No, right? no, 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 no. That's definitely got flaws. No, it was Elemental. Okay, oh, you make elemental. me sing it. That's All right, right. Pixar's Elemental. I don't give a shit. It was beautiful. You know what? You you be you. You don't want to yeah, apologize to anyone. Don't you dare apologize. I don't give a shit. You shouldn't. Um, that this movie is going to be hard to beat this year. Yeah, I think so too. That's for me. I don't know, we'll I'm, see. I'm I, well, so you're giving it an eight. What is the movie that you uh? Well, like, what is the thing that really bothers you the most from it? You know, okay, I, 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 I'm not too keen on some of the the characters and how they're put together. So, like, Stellan Skarsgård. I, I don't. I, I'm not behind him. He doesn't seem like a, a. I hope you're not. I mean, you know what I mean. Like pretty heavy gentleman. <laughs> Jesus, he doesn't seem like as menacing as he should be. You know, he, he just seems like a big blob that just. He doesn't do anything. He's just one of those like you know man behind the curtain things. I feel like I did. We well, deserve, he was set up in the first one a lot, so. I, I guess we just need. I don't know. It's like you're just gonna you're gonna make him a big part in this, and he he did have a lot of scenes. Do something more. That that kind of was bothersome. I, I mean, I that was one of my flaws too. Was one of my flaws for the movie is I can see, and I already brought up uh, the uh, Austin Butler's uh, bad guy. Um, everybody loves slashing throats in the. Uh, the yeah. villains in this in this movie series like mm-hmm. they just all like you know how i'm a badass i slice throats yeah and every each character um dave batista uh stellan skarsgård and awesome butler slash throats yeah see that was going to be another thing <laughs> that dave batista was one of the weaker parts for me because he didn't he t- i don't know what happened to his character he just fell apart because they're losing. That, it makes total sense. I mean, it does make sense, but I, I guess I kind of had higher hopes for him, even though he was a villain. Although the man can yell and scare the crap. That's I mean, another on the thing. Set, yeah. he, he must have scared crap out of people yelling in these scenes. Yelling and yeah. yelling through that through this whole movie. Through all his scenes, he was screaming, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, he was, he's terrifying. But I just feel like I needed more from him. I needed more from Stellan Skarsgård. And um, I don't know. I... I, I uh, I could nitpick, but you know, 
there's nitpicky things, but I'm not going to do that. I, I, <laughs> I think I'm going to stick with my very high eight. Yeah. But I can't push it over to a nine. What I can't wait is to see people who read the books talk about it. Yeah. Because I would love to see, because uh, this is one of those rare series that people who read the books and love the David Lynch movie growing up have said, yeah, these, the first one was pretty damn good. Yeah, that's my boss. It's like his favorite movie ever. The original. The original Dune. And then he said that the, the remake was but amazing. But he's obsessed with the... Yeah, he loves yeah. it. We actually just talked about it today. And he loves it. The guys on Red Letter Media as well, huge fans. And they were talking about, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's shocking. They were saying, they would complain. They were like, there's things that we wish would have been done better. Mm. Uh, there was a couple characters like the person who sold them out in the original movie, the, the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, he has more stuff, and there's also a robot guard guy that works for them. And he was like, that's a, that's a cool thing. But uh, they said, no, they cleverly cut down and got to the meat mm-hmm. in the right way. And I can't wait to see what they think about this. Um, I, I, I wonder if they're going to complain that it is too fast and too much. Hmm. That's what I'm really interested in hearing. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I had a really great time watching this, and I highly recommend everyone go see it in a theater because there's nothing like that theater experience. Nothing. No, you're nothing like it. I mean, not, my seat was vibrating, and uh, you know, with the explosions and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It was gorgeous. It was absolutely breathtaking to look at. Yeah. All right. So we, we big big recommendations here. Yep. All right. Um. We're on uh, just, you know, um, social media. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still thinking about the whole damn movie, <laughs> processing it still. Um, but thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we're on social media on Instagram at uh, Just Another Movie Night, and Joe is at The Crafty Misfit. Uh, go check it out. And, um, yeah, thanks. Next time. I don't even know what the next movie is, but next time we'll have a new one. Uh, usually every, uh, every Friday. So we'll yeah. see how this goes this week. All right, everybody, have a good one. Bye. I want you to know I will love you as long as I breathe. You will never lose me as long as you stay who you are.